Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're continuing our study in 1 Thessalonians, looking at chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Just two verses today. Contagious faith, contagious love, and contagious hope. The more real we are, the more contagious we become. Hey, how much contention did it take to stop Paul? And then we have to ask ourselves, how much does it take to stop us? The young Thessalonian church plant must have been thankful for guys like Paul and Silas who kept sharing the gospel, even though it was certainly not the most popular thing to do. Endurance, perseverance, tenacity, these are admirable traits in a contentious world. When trouble comes to you, are you eager to fight or given to flight? If you live in a free country, it is only because many were willing to fight rather than flee. The freedom to worship and share the gospel is a result of enduring patriots who would not give up or give in. We should take advantage of our freedom to witness and worship regardless of all opposition or rejection. If we could time travel back to the first century and interview Paul and Silas, I can almost tell you what some of their answers would be because of what they already shared in Acts, 2 Corinthians, and 2 Timothy. So, okay, here we go. I'm going to interview Paul, me. So, Paul, would the threat of being chained in prison stop you from sharing the gospel in new places? Paul, no. We've been there. The prison in Philippi actually had great acoustics for singing. Me, what about the threat of being beaten or publicly humiliated? Paul, Not that we love that, but we have been there too. In Philippi, it was a bit embarrassing to be stripped of our clothes in public and then beaten with rods while people stood around watch. By the way, those uh, leaders were quite scared when I told them we were Roman citizens and they had to publicly apologize for beating us. Then I would ask, what is the worst experience you have suffered for sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Paul, well, one time I was beaten so badly they thought I was dead. As you can see, I'm alive and well. Me, what else have you and your friends experienced because you refuse to quit preaching or give in to those who hate your God? Paul, well, I have had the privilege to serve my Lord far more than I could have ever imagined. I have been put in prison more often, been whipped more times than I can count, and faced death again and again. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. I was stoned and left for dead. I was shipwrecked at least three times. I have faced danger from rivers and robbers. I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from the Gentiles. I have faced danger in the cities, in the deserts, and on the seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I've worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty and have often gone without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. And God delivered me from all of them, really all of them. The worst they could have done was to kill me. And then I would be with the very one I love and serve, my Jesus. Now, all these thoughts come from 2 Corinthians 11, verses 23 to 27. I can only imagine that Paul had memorized some of the warnings and prophecies that Jesus shared with his disciples during their three years of training. Why some people hate those who love God is hard to understand. 6.22, blessed are ye when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Who wants to be hated? Who wants to be shamefully treated? 
Are you willing to be mocked, laughed at, ridiculed, and bullied? Whatever we experience, it will not be to the extent of what our Savior went through. If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, Jesus said, they will persecute you. Knowing that rejection and contention will come, we need to examine how our Lord handles such shameful treatment and follow his example. The secret is found in Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, get this, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and set down to the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Number one, consider your future joy. Jesus knew that when his trial was over, he was going to be reunited with his heavenly father, completely separated from all sin, suffering, evil, living forever and forever in the presence of the one who loved him. That's joy. Then consider your present shame. Jesus despised the shame, pain, and humiliation of the cross. The word despise does not mean hate, but to belittle, to look down on, or to view as absolutely nothing. The temporary suffering could not even compare with the eternal joy of being in the presence of God. Now, Paul and Silas said they were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God. They followed Jesus' example. So can I. So can you. Consider Jesus and your boldness in Christ will impact others and honor God. Hey, our time's up. Hope you enjoyed the study today. But remember, today is the day Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.